Der dämmere Vater des Sohnes der Heilige Geist. Amen. Very early in the morning, the sun being now risen, they came to the sepulchre. The sun being now risen. Obviously, when the three women went to anoint our blessed Lord in the tomb, it was night. It was in the darkness. In the night of the Sabbath day, they came along to pay the last homage to uh, the beloved crucified Jesus. And it was night because the, dark, the night had surrounded the whole world. It was night also because in their hearts, in their souls, and even amongst the apostles, in the weakness of their faith, it was night. In the darkness, they were still walking. They had the courage and the faith and the hope, a great hope, that something would happen. Someone would roll back the huge stone of the tomb. Who shall roll us back the stone from the door? And they kept going. They had no human answer. And but they still continued and pursued their pilgrimage to Christ. And the sun was risen. These few words of the Apostle of the Evangelist this morning are not here just by chance. The sun who is now risen comes after the darkness of the Calvary. And here we must remember two darknesses, if I may say, and one light. The darkness of the heart of Judas on Monday Thursday. He betrays our Lord, he keeps the money, he leaves the cenacle after he was ordained a priest and consecrated bishop. After he received his first Holy Communion, he betrayed him, and it was night, the Gospel says. As soon as he left, it was night. Not the night because he was abusive in the evening, but also the night in his heart. The second darkness is the darkness of the cavalry between the sixth to the ninth hour, all the, the, uh, the stars, the moon, the sun were dark. There was no light upon the earth at the very moment of the agony of Christ. There was darkness as well. This darkness was extended to the poor hearts of those who had betrayed the Lord and who left him after the agony. And there is a light, and this light comes in the darkness of the, uh, the Sabbath day. And this darkness is, I should say, positive. It's the darkness of our faith, and this is our own experience. What the three women are doing is our own spiritual life. We sense we live in darkness because we live in faith 
behind the sort of a kind of veil placed upon our heart, St. Paul says, until the revelation, the apocalypse, where everything would be unveiled and the full mystery would be unfolded in front of our wandered eyes. This light, this sun now risen, is not only the sun, the physical, the material sun, which is risen whilst they were ruled walking to the tomb. This sun is, and this is the detail of the Gospel, the sun is Christ, and the sun is risen into their hearts, because now they have this intimacy with the, their beloved crucified and resurrected Lord. The Son of the Gospel is Christ. He is called many times in the Old Testament in, under this uh, name and qualification. Sol Justitia. He is the Son of Justice because He is the only one who provides the grace, the divine grace, the only, only one who feeds our faith and keep us strong in hope and charity. And today the sun is about to shine gloriously in the little soul of Louis. This, the sun, the Christ risen, is coming at every mass, at the very words of the priest, when he says, this is my blood and this is my body. Come, Christ comes really sacramentally and gloriously with his glorified flesh and wounds in the hands, the very hands of the priests under the veil of the hosts because this mystery is unbearable for us. He comes down on earth for the love of us and he rises in our hearts. This is the grace, Louis, you are about to receive in a few minutes. This is a special day. And every communion must be special. You are walking in the darkness of the faith. Of course, you do not see, you do not understand everything, neither do I. But he is with you. He is walking with you, and you are walking towards him. Even if sometime you will probably feel that your pilgrimage ends to a kind of emptiness. But behind the emptiness, Christ is present. Christ is given to you. And Christ wants to give you the greatest supernatural gift ever possible. He wants to share his divine life, his life, his glorious life with you. This is unconceivable because this is a mystery. But because it is a mystery, it shows, it shows us he, how God exceeds in his infinite love for us. As we come to receive Holy Communion with due preparation and a good confession, our hearts are filled with joy, alike to the hearts of the three Marys of the Resurrection of Christ. Yes, the sun is rising again in our hearts, as soon as the Holy Host touches our lips, as soon as we are in contact 
mystically, sacramentally, with the risen Lord. And this is our joy, our hope, and our great desire, and feeds our desire and nourishes our desire to see Him in the eternal life. In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Ghost. Amen.